This programme was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Hawke's Bay, your community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible. Hey there, hi there, this is Carol Reid and welcome to my show, Ignite Yourself, Living Life on Your Terms. What does that mean, living life on your terms? Well, it's actually all about understanding who you are and knowing what you want from life. In fact, research tells us that over 95% of us don't actually have a plan in place for our life. It's a huge number, isn't it? Um, And today, I really want to talk not just about planning, but I actually want to talk a bit about um, distraction. I want to know, are you addicted to distraction? Because it is a thing. (laughs) And it's really become a thing in the last few years, um, probably in the last 10, 20 years, probably 10 years, uh, is that, you know, we have such a um, prevalence of um, technology in our space everywhere we look. And, you know, our children are being raised on technology all the time and, you know, they are being distracted, realistically, from one thing to the next. And it can become addictive. Now, how does it become addictive? Well, really, it's kind of like a habit. And the reason or how you would know that you're addicted to distraction is, are you one of these people that when you're working, you have several things open at once, you have lots of pop-ups popping in, and you know, you'll know you kind of find yourself going between tasks and not really finishing tasks. So rather than focusing on and finish a task at a time, you have several on the go at once. Now, this is not great for our brain. <laughs> It's not so good for our our bodies and it's not so good for our brain because really, you know, we are sort of on that fight or flight or freeze in our nervous system. We're we're sort of pushing our nervous system um, to sort of go between one thing and the next. And, um, And so you might find that one, you don't tend to get as much done as you'd like. And two, that, you know, you're quite tired at the end of the day because you're running around from one thing to the next. Now I've got a bit of a, a a few suggestions for you in this in this show today, particularly around um, understanding whether you're distracted or not, and and also sort of putting in a few little little ways to be able to get through that. Now the thing is that um, you know you've got to recognise when it happens, because one of the things about it it's, it's fairly insidious. Um, with distraction it can kind of creep in it can kind of just sit in underneath there and you don't even realize that it's happening it kind of sneaks up on you it's a bit like old age (laughs) Uh, it sneaks up on you but um, you're not you're not it's not something that's that you can um, it's not something that you that you don't have to stop you know what I mean it's it's sort of something that you can stop and you're not you're not powerless to stop it so um, one of the things is being aware so you know, recognizing that, hey, I'm checking my phone too much today, or I'm, you know, going on social media for too long, or, um, you know, I'm, I've got too many things on the go at once. And just when you recognize that, 
that's the first place to start because you can't change something that you that you don't recognize or that you don't see if it's in your in your blind spot you won't notice it uh, so here's the thing about it being aware you're going to build a muscle around that awareness so being able to insert a small space before you take the next action so being able to be aware of it and going okay got it I'm actually you know finding that I'm distracted here I need to be aware of this or I find that I'm on social media too long okay the next time this happens I'm gonna make a choice in that moment and here's a couple of little tips you can do particularly if you find that you get on Facebook or Instagram or any of those kind of apps and you end up staying on there for quite some time is to put a timer on your phone or or near you that will stop you Um, from going on too long so you know it might be five minutes that you allow yourself to do it so you're not going to take it away altogether because you know by doing that again if you do that you're depriving yourself of what you've been doing so um, it's again research tells us you won't stick to it because you'll it's a bit like it's a bit like having going on a diet you know if you go on a diet and you decide not to eat particular types of food eventually you're going to want to break that and because you're de- because you've told yourself that you're depriving yourself of it if you recognize that this is how it is for me moving forward that's a different thing again right but being able to see that you know you you know that you want this thing but you're not going to you, you're depriving yourself of it um, can actually make you want it more and so you end up you know that's why people on diets put on more weight than when they first started the diet, that kind of thing. So um, recognizing and being aware that you're being distracted is the first thing. Now, um, and putting that little small bit of space between the urge to do it and taking the action to do it, okay? And then the other thing is to just, um, as I say, recognize what are the thing you know what is it about this thing that i'm that i'm doing why am i wanting to do it is it because i'm you know wondering if um you know i'm going to miss out on doing that thing or um is it because you know it, it gives me a break from what i'm currently doing but in actual fact it's distracting me or procrastinating i'm procrastinating on doing that next task so it, the more that you can build awareness And that muscle of awareness, the better you can make the next choice, the next result will be different. Okay, so it's actually just just recognizing it. And then, of course, I mean, you've got to take action on it as well. Um, But you've also got to recognize what's what's important. What are you wanting to get out of the day? Why is the distraction coming forward? And then what am I wanting to get out of it? So, for instance, if you find that you as I say, have several things open at once and, you know, you're you're spinning your wheels throughout the day, here's a couple of quick little things to do. So first of all, yes, it is planning. Um, And we've talked about this on other other shows as well, but, you know, planning your day actually ends up, you know, you end up getting a lot more from your day. And so being able to understand that, you know, your day starts and ends with with those bookends of the day, those habits that you want to create in the beginning and the habits you want to have at night those are the two things to come together to be able to have that lovely you know um, space throughout the day so recognizing that you know how you start your day and how you end your day 
is all you know, feeding into the next day, feeding into the next day. Remember, we have 1,440 minutes in a day. And so what am I doing with those 1,440 minutes? And part of it's sleeping, part of it's eating. But, you know, as, if you're being distracted, you know, um, constantly, what you'll find is that it'll take you a minimum from being, when, when you've been really, really focused, uh, it's going to take you a minimum of 23 minutes to get back to that level of focus. So if you take that out of your 1,440 minutes in the day, <laughs> that's quite a bit of time that it's taking you to get back on track into that next thing that you want to achieve or do. So starting out your day, beginning of the day, getting a habit that creates your day, so elevating your morning, and we've talked I've talked about this before as well, but if you haven't discovered the 5am club from Robin Sharma, I really, really recommend that you have a look at that because getting up early and starting your day early ends up with much more willpower and much more productivity. And that's been certainly my experience. I have a lot more willpower than I had, you know, couple of years ago for sure uh, and also I've it's it's automatic for me to wake up quite early now in the beginning it was a little bit painful <laughs> and it did, it did take a little while and, um, and, and you know forming a habit takes an average of um, around about 66 days so really for the first 22 days or so it's a bit painful okay but know that it's going to end know that it's going to get easier okay and then in the middle you know you're you're sussing it out you're working out how it's going to work for you and that kind of thing and then for the last 22 days you're really solidifying it you're really getting it down so that then it becomes automatic and the thing is when it becomes automatic you know you're spiraling upward you're spiraling into that success space because you're creating more space in your brain for the next sort of stuff that you want to achieve kind of thing so you know all is habit really all in life is habit and sometimes we've got some bad habits and if you're feeling that you're addicted to distraction and you're feeling that that's actually a bad habit that you've got yourself into it's about changing it up okay but we want to recognize first of all and be aware that this is happening so I encourage you to think about what is my day like? Am I very reactionary through my day? Do I constantly react to things or actually do I take the time to plan my day? And if you don't take the time to plan your day, as they say, if you if you don't plan, you're planning to fail or fa failing to plan is you know making sure that you're going to fail at the end of the day. So what we want to be able to do is recognize that actually if I plan my day, even if it's not down to the nth degree, okay, it doesn't have to be every second of every moment, but certainly having some areas in the day where you block out time to you know do the task that you want to achieve and get the stuff done. Now, particularly, one of the things I talk about with with um, my business clients is all around time management. But this is really great for, for your personal life as well. So think about when you start your day, how does your day start? Just have a moment and think about that. Are you, are you constantly battling with the kids? Are you... Um, jumping on you know social media straight away are you watching the news straight away you know how are you starting your day and if you're starting your day where you are consuming 
I encourage you to start your day by creating. Okay, so just think about when you first wake up, what do I, you know, how do I feel today? What's And think about what is the first sort of thoughts that come to your mind. So tomorrow morning, after you've listened to this, wake up and just just stop for a minute and listen. Just listen to what your, what your mind says. Is it saying, I'm tired? Is it saying, um, oh, I don't want to get up? Is it saying, oh, going into that job today that I hate? You know, is it saying, you know, oh, I feel achy, sore, whatever, you know? Or is it saying, yeah, I can't wait to get out of bed. Oh, great, I'm going to get up and do that, that thing that I want to do straight away. You know, I'm going to go and read that book or I'm going to go and write in my journal or I'm going to go... Um, you know, go out for a run or a walk or whatever with the dogs, whatever it is, okay? Get yourself going, get yourself moving, but create that time for yourself. Um, in some circles they call it, you know, the hour of power, um, but what t- amount of time are you taking for yourself or are you immediately reacting, reacting? You know, if you've got young children, it's it's difficult because they're often the things that wake you up and get you going, and they're lovely. But it doesn't and it doesn't happen for for a very long time. So you kind of got to I call that being in the trenches, and so you just got to really you know um, just work with that, work with the kids, work with with where it's at, so that you can get them settled, get them you know eating or whatever. You know, can you take a little bit of time, you know you know, in the sunshine or can you take a little bit of time sitting quietly while they're eating and, and doing things, you know, what what parts of the day can you actually extract for yourself? Because when you're good, everybody else around you is good. So really important that you take some time for yourself. If you're finding that you wake up, your kids are waking you up, you know, and you're starting off your day, getting them sorted, everything else, once they're out the door, carve out some time for yourself and what does that look like that could be exercise that could be um you know meditating it could be journaling it could be listening to something like this you know listening to inspirational stuff what is it that you need to do to feed your soul because you know you need to be able to you know nourish yourself um and it's the analogy isn't it that you know you you put the the, when you're in an airplane you put the mask over yourself first before you start treating others because you know you're going to end up, you know, falling over if you don't take care of you. So um, thinking about what is my routine in the morning and then obviously what's my great um, pre-sleep ritual? You know, what am I going to do to make sure that my ritual at night feeds into the next day? So yeah, so those two things are important around, you know, making sure that we're, we're managing this distraction piece. But also consider what's important so what's really important to you you know um, when it comes to getting stuff done throughout the day what's what's important to contribute to having a happy and 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 a fulfilled life that you want to create so um, you know is it is it you know making sure that you read every day? Is it um, making sure that you know you get out with friends and have a coffee? You know, is it important to um, you know make sure that you're eating really well, um, exercising that kind of thing? So after you've built that awareness, it's actually really recognizing what do I need to little changes do I need to make? Now the big thing here, and I really want to stress this, is don't change too much too quick. Don't try and do too many changes too quickly because it'll all fall over. 
And that's been my experience. And I certainly see that a lot with different people as well. So don't try and change too many things at once. If you're deciding that, yes, I like the idea of getting up early and starting my day early, I'm going to try it out. Get the 5am club, read the book. There's an app as well. You can you can download there's Facebook pages. There's all sorts of stuff around it. It's a, it's a bit of a movement actually, um, and it's really cool. But you know if you decide that the five a.m. clubs for you, or you want to get up earlier and have some time before the kids wake up, you know just try it out. Here's what I'd suggest: just do fifteen minutes to bed earlier than you did the night before, and then get up fifteen minutes earlier the next morning. So go to bed fifteen minutes earlier than you would. So if you at the moment you go to bed at you know half past ten and you get up at um, you know I don't know seven or whatever or half past six and you want to get start getting up a little bit earlier go to bed at quarter past ten get up at quarter past six you know go to bed at ten get up at six just work your way back over a period of a week or a couple of weeks and then just see how it's going now you know I'm I wake up I don't have an alarm or anything like that I just wake up um, and I also know when I haven't had enough sleep <laughs> and sleep is really important you know we all need between six and eight hours of sleep I mean research is so hot on that you know because you know your brain gets washed in cerebral spinal fluid in and out of the brain in waves during sleep and that helps to clear out waste so it's really important. It literally washes your brain at night when you're in that very deep delta sleep. So really you want to be able to be, you know, getting really good amounts of sleep. So yeah, start thinking about what are the things that are distracting you? How do you need to block out time in your day? And then the other thing that I um, wanted to sort of talk about today too is a, is a principle called the Pomodoro Pomodoro principle the Pomodoro effect and I have talked about this before but I want to you know just reiterate it again it's where we block out time it's actually a, um, a principle where we do 25 minutes of, um, of focus time and then five minute break 25 minutes of focus time five minute break now what I'd suggest you do if you are finding that things that you're getting addicted to distraction that you know you you want to we have several things open at once and you, you're doing too many things at once because actually your brain can only cope with one thing at a time. It actually, it, this whole multitasking thing is a fallacy. Uh, research is, tells us it, it just does not do great things for your brain. Uh, so this, this um, Pomodoro effect is essentially you do this 25 minutes, 5 minute break, 25 minutes, 5 minute break. And you can do sort of couple of hours of that so you could block out time in your diary get on with the with the jobs that you want to do or you know if you're a mum at home get on with that thing that you're going to do if it's cleaning out that room or whatever 25 minutes and then have a five minute break go outside in the fresh air you know have a cup of tea whatever it is and then come back and focus again now what that does is it trains your brain to be able to stay focused for that 25 minutes Okay, at the moment, if, you, if things are popping and buzzing. And the other thing is that you turn off all notifications. Or if you're sitting at your desk doing stuff, you turn off notifications or you put your phone away or you, you know, you, you get away from the technology altogether so that you can focus in on that task, whatever it is. Now, one of the things that, the reasons that we want to do this type of stuff is that one, it's really healthy for our brain. 
It's really, really good for our brain to be able to focus for stints, not for long, long periods, because your brain uses 25% of the caloric intake that you would have over the course of your day. So whatever you're eating, your brain takes in 25% of that total food consumption. So it's using up a lot of the calories that you're burning. And we want to look after it because our brain you know, does a lot of stuff for us um, just by the by without us even understanding it and knowing that that's going on. So really it's thinking about how are our bookends the morning and the evening you know setting up for the next day what are we doing around our distraction are we aware of it what's causing us to you know do that distracted thing to have too many things open at once working on one thing at a time finishes that task move on to the next one and the other thing is thinking about pushing chunking things together so if for instance you want to go and tidy out the kids room you just go into the kids room you bring all the stuff that you need to to do the tidying with and you don't leave that room you stay in there and you tidy it up or you know if you decide that you're going to get on and do that task that you need to do you might put all your emails together all your communication things together and do that all at once make your phone calls do your emails um you might decide that uh, you want to, um, you know, do all of your um, creative stuff all together at once, you know. So um, maybe you're going to do some writing and, and some social media posts and things like that. So you do that all together. So what it is is you're kind of creating a groove for your brain to work it. And if you kind of think about if you were to picture a a big field okay picture this is just another way to think about this so picture a massive big field that is as a as a a crop you know of of green grass let's say okay when you start to go across that that field you make a tiny little impression in the in the in the grass okay A, a, a pathway if you like that's what your neurons are doing when they're connecting with each other And so when you first start, it's just a little tiny path. But then as you, you know, as you start to build the muscles of this, it becomes a bit wider, you know, it becomes a bit more of a path, a bit of a wider path. And then as you go on again, it becomes an even wider path, okay? So, uh, and then eventually it becomes a highway, you know, and that's when those neurons that are firing together are wiring together, right? So if you do this um, Pomodoro effect, where you know you do the 25 minutes, five minutes, 25 minutes, five minutes, and you do just an hour of that one day, you know, this week, and then next week you might do two hours of that, you know, just start slowly. But the idea is that you start really solidifying it, really making it strong, so that effectively your habits become effortless, and that's what we want. We want these things to become. You're creating extra bandwidth in your brain so so once you get the habit down and that neuron's nice and strong we can create another one and we can create another one and we can create another one so it's really quite amazing it's it's one of those things that if you can really get on top of some of the stuff here you, you get more out of your life and there's that old saying isn't there early to bed early to rise makes a human being happy healthy and wise it's true you know if you can you know start the habits where you open your day and elevate your morning and and start your day how you want it and then finish your day you know in a way that is serving you and get a good night's sleep 
the next day is better and so on and so on and so on. So just start with little steps. That's that's what I would be my biggest thing to say today. Start with little steps. If you're addicted to distraction, start with little steps. And particularly if you have children that are addicted to distraction, talk to them about it. Talk it through with them. I've got a 12-year-old and uh, we've had this little conversation recently and so she gets to be on a device for certain amounts of time. Um, she can also you know, play her games as a reward um, on her device. But recently we went away without any Wi-Fi and she said she really loved it. So that could be another way to break them of that habit, to see that it's not serving them so well, as if they actually move away from the habit and just test out how it feels without doing it. You'll find that, you know, um, they may actually come to it of their own accord, and that's what we want. We don't want to be the ones constantly, you know, hassling them to, to make changes. We want them to actually recognise those changes themselves as much as we can. So think about if you're addicted to any distractions, how you can manage them. Once you become aware of them, how can you have that little space in between the distraction? Uh, and how can you become and make those habits effortless so that, you know, it becomes automatic and, and you're making more space for the stuff that you really want out of your life. I hope this has been helpful for you today. If you want to talk to me a bit more about changing some things in your life, you can have just one-on-one -on -one conversations with me. Uh, it's Carol Reed, and you can check me out at soulpreneurs.co.nz. That S-O-U-L-preneurs.co.nz. So think of an entrepreneur, but for your soul. Or you can call me 021-774-058, www.soulpreneurs.co.nz, uh, or carol at soulpreneurs.co.nz. Thank you and have an awesome, awesome day. This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Hawke's Bay, your community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible.